0: Blog talk radio. Well, hi, everyone out there in uh, podcast land or blog talk radio land, wherever you happen to be listening to uh, the Home Inspector Show. <coughs> I'm Preston Sandlin of the Home Inspector Show and owner of Home Inspection Carolina in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I just want to say thank you for taking some time to listen uh, to us today. Um, I try to do this a couple of times a week, with home inspection topics that uh, I hopefully will, will, will be useful and bring, bring you some value. Uh, if you listen to them, you know, and I go back and listen to them, uh, hopefully it will be a, a collection of uh, things that I know but also things that I learn because I run across things every day that uh, I have to look up and do a little research. And that's exactly what happened today. Um, well, actually it was yesterday. Um, I went out to look at a roof. Uh, I went out to look for another reason to see how many layers it had. But as I was there, the uh, power lines, the the entrance, the service went right across this roof and laid right on the apex as it went to the other side of the building, which is a no-no. It's supposed to have a three-foot clearance um, from – you know, the service engine, you know, any power lines that go across the apex of the roof need a three foot clearance. Um, and this house didn't have it, and they're going to have to redo this uh, entrance cable. They might, they're probably going to have to add a masthead to, to make that work. Um, but uh, certainly, no, no. So I thought it would be a really good uh, time to talk about what the service entrance, you know, when you got. Uh, electric wire coming into a house, you know, on the on the older houses because the newer one's probably going to be underground, but the older ones are going to have a service entrance, and uh, they have to have certain clearances, so I thought this would be a good time to talk about that, and uh, I didn't think that would take the full 15 minutes, so I thought I would wind up with GFCI requirements if we, you know, have some time after that. So let's, let's start off with um, service entrance requirements. Um, any service entrance that goes across a roadway um, you know a, a roadway you know not your driveway but the, the road has to be at least 18 feet tall a minimum of 18 feet tall across a roadway and then as it comes into if it goes across your driveway has to be a minimum of 12 foot uh, across your driveway and that that's measured by the lowest point of the because a lot of times you know a line will sort of sag just a little bit, so you've got to measure from the lowest point to the ground. Um, so a driveway is 12 foot. Now, if it crosses a flat roof anywhere, that is 8 to 10 feet, 8 to 10 feet. Um, a walkway, like a sidewalk, has to be 10 feet. Um, and then if it crosses the apex of a roof, it has to be a 3-foot clearance, a 3-foot clearance. Um, if it comes onto the roof, a lot of times it comes uh, above the roof and onto a masthead and then comes down, that has to be 18 inches. Now, we're not talking about the apex of the roof, just just where it attaches um, and, and, and goes down. That has to be 18 inches. Um, a power line should never go directly across the swimming pool, ever. Um, it can go, uh, if it's 10 feet away from the swimming pool, ten feet horizontally away, and it has to be eighteen feet high. It has to be ten feet or more away, uh, and eighteen feet high. And no power line can go directly over swimming pool for obvious reasons. So uh, let's recap. Recap there for a second. Um, the service entrance, the power going into the house. You know, it's going to be two twenty. Probably going to have three lines coming in. Um, Your eighteen foot above a roadway, has the lowest point on the line, uh, can't be less than 18 feet, feet uh, uh, from a roadway, 12 foot from a driveway, 10 foot from a walkway, eight. it needs to be 8 to 10 foot uh, above a flat roof, 3 feet above an apex roof, and 18 inches uh, masthead if it... Um, with the service interest where it comes on to the roof uh in the notes, I'll try to put a uh, um, a link I'll just there that'll have some uh, diagrams for you so that being said, um, I thought that was pretty interesting. um this house was a bad flip, and it had a lot of problems. I could probably do several other shows about that but uh the 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 most thing that jumped out at me the most immediately. Was the power line? It was sitting right. No, there was no three foot clearance. There was no clearance. It's laying on the apex of the roof. So, yeah, that was not good. So while we're talking about electrical, and I knew that wouldn't take the full fifteen minutes, I thought we'd talk a little bit about GFCI requirements. GFCI is ground fault circuit interrupter. Those, these are the little outlets that trip, and you push the button to reset them. You've probably seen them. Uh, usually kitchens and bathrooms. And the other thing is, you'll see the ones with the the, the reset on it. But they will probably be about there'll probably be that outlet and two, maybe three other outlets that are all connected to that one. In other words, like you can have a little uh, thing that trips it; it'll all reset at that. They're all GFCI outlets, but, you know, the two or three of them don't have the button on it. They're wired to the one that does have the button, but they're all connected to that one. Uh, uh, so, you know, in a kitchen, you'll have well, 12, 15 outlets, but you'll have a three or four with the resets, but there's, you know, two or three outlets on each one of those, if that makes sense. They're all GFCI, but they don't all have the buttons, but they're wired to one that does have the button. So. GFCIs weren't always required, GFCI outlets. So I'm going to give you the dates of when they were required uh, for certain areas. Uh, you know, and so when we do an inspection, you know, we can only comment when it was required. If they build an addition onto that house or do a major remodel, um, you know, uh, above a certain amount of money then they'll have to bring it up to today's code and, you know, put in the requirements. But other than that, you know, it's a good idea, but it was, you know, it was up to code when it was built. So it, it, you know, has to follow up to the code, you know, what year what was required. So anyway, without further ado, we'll get started on that. So when were GFCIs um, required? In 1971, within 20 foot of swimming pools. 1975. Bathrooms, that's a big one, uh, and uh, outside receptacles. So 1975, GFC outlets were required in bathrooms, outside receptacles. So if you got a house built in 1974, they're not required. If you have a house built in 76, you should have them. It was code. 1978, now the 75 stays what it was, but in 1978, uh, garages and marinas were added, so you had to have GFCIs in the garages in 78. Uh, in 1981, within 10 foot of a spa or hot tub was added. Uh, in 1984, if any of those ones that I talked about before, you had to replace the receptacles, you had to put a GFCI out. 1987, again, everything else stayed the same. You still had to put them in the kitchen, I mean, bathrooms and outside receptacles and uh, basements, are we? Have they got up to basements yet? Nope, nope. That's coming now. 1987 is basements uh, and kitchens with uh, within six foot of the kitchen sink. So that's worth noting because that's going to change. But uh, 1987, in uh, addition to the other ones we talked about, uh, the GFC outlets required in basements and kitchens within six foot of the sink. In 1990, they added the crawl space to what was required for GFCI outlets. 1993, wet bar sinks. 1996, this is this is a, a big one. Uh, it, all outdoor receptacles, all counter uh, top receptacles in kitchens. So that changed from being within six foot of the kitchen sink to all counter top uh, outlets are now required so let's recap uh, nineteen seventy one within twenty foot of a pool nineteen seventy five bathrooms and dwelling unit outside receptacles nineteen seventy eight garages and marinas nineteen eighty one within ten foot of a uh, spa or hot tub nineteen eighty four receptacles for any of the other ones that we talked about nineteen eighty seven basements kitchens within six foot of a sink. In 1990, they were required in crawl spaces. In 1993, wet bars. In 1996, um, they were all outdoor receptacles and all countertop receptacles in the kitchens. Now, there are a couple of notable exceptions to the rules that I just said. Um, Refrigerators, freezers, sewage lift pumps, Overhead receptacles for garage door openers do not have to be GFCI, and it's better if they're not because if they trip and people can't get their car out or whatever, that's going to be a problem. Although there should be a a safety release for the garage. You'll see a little rope, but you do not want a GFCI outlet on an overhead one in the garage, which is what the garage door opener uh, plugs into, uh, a freezer or a sump pump. Um, because if that thing trips and your you know basement floods with sewage, that would be really bad, and a lot of times you don't realize they tripped and that that's the problem um my garage ones, i never knew they tripped until I saw my um sprinklers come on at all odd hours because what happened was they tripped and then they uh i think maybe I reset or i don't know but uh or my my out i'm sorry my sprinklers weren't coming on when I knew they should be because it was plugged into the, um, the garage outlet. So that was how I could tell. But anyway, I hope this has been helpful. Uh, again, I'll put a link to the video I'm going to do on this on the notes. Uh, and as always, you can find more information on our two websites at HomeInspectionCarolina.com or AskTheCharlotteInspector.com. Well, this has been Preston Sandlin with Home Inspection Carolina and the Home Inspector Show. Hope you got a little value out of this. Uh, we'll just keep coming to you, not every day, but two or three times a week uh, with some value. Uh, some things I know and some things I've learned, and uh, hopefully you'll get some value out of that too. And if you do, it would mean the world to me if you give us a review. And uh, thanks a lot for your time, and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks a lot.